everybody. Welcome to Crooked Conversations. This is Crooked Contributor Simone D. Sanders. And today, I want to talk about something extremely important, something near and dear to my heart, net neutrality, or what we like to call uh, internet equality. So we are going to chat with Commissioner Mignon Clyburn from the FCC today. There was an extremely disastrous vote that took place at the FCC, and the internet is under attack, y'all. That's 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 the that's the best way I can say it. Consumers are under attack in this country, and a partisan vote was taken the other day on the right along party lines, and FCC commissioners of, on of the Republican flavor gleaned to uh, not protect you. The FCC pulled out their own teeth and. We're going to talk about that today. The Internet is the most empowering, inclusive platform of our time. There was no threat of a major gatekeeper getting in the way. And if they did, you had an FCC with the teeth to do something about it. We just pulled our own teeth. We are now a toothless agency when it comes to protecting you against harm if your internet service provider does not treat you the way in which um, uh, they should. We're going to talk about what are the implications of the vote, what can folks do out there in the streets now, and we're actually going to break down net neutrality because if you like me, some of y'all didn't even know what it was. Uh, so I'm excited we've got Commissioner Clyburn with us today, and we're going to have a great conversation. Let's get into it. Commissioner Clyburn, thank you for being with us today. It is my pleasure. Okay, now I, it's unfortunate that we got to have this conversation. Yes. We are going to talk about net neutrality today. There was a very, very important vote that went down. Um, so can you first tell us about the vote? And then we're going to delve into net neutrality because I don't really even think folks understand right. what net neutrality is. The majority of the FCC decided that the rules that we put in place in 2015 to protect the consumers that said Internet service providers, the person or the entity you buy your broadband from, mm-hmm. that you pay that bill every month, if you're lucky— if you're lucky. Some, if you're some, lucky. Some people ain't paying that bill every and month. Some people don't story. have access to broadband. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Um, that they have to treat you and the traffic over the internet equally. That means somebody summed it up best for me two days ago. This is about internet equality. Mm. It is about all traffic, all applications being treated equal. But what the FCC said is we want to deregulate. We want to further deregulate the market. And we don't think that you need an FCC cop on the beat to do that. We think that there's another agency, the Federal Trade Commission or the FTC, that could be that cop on the beat uh, for you. So we're going to basically abandon you, you know, when it comes to the protections that you have been afforded uh, for for almost three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and officially, but well, we've been there watching uh, for uh, about uh, since 2005. We've been really, really having our hands on the market and, and seeing whether or not all of this is working since 2005. And what we said is, you don't need that anymore. We're not going to give you that a- anymore. And they reversed or, or voted to repeal those net neutrality rules that put protections in place for consumers and small businesses. So now the Internet, what you're saying is consumers and their ability to access um, free and fair and open access to the Internet is now in jeopardy and it's no longer act- actually protected by the FCC. Absolutely, because what we have said is all you have to do is disclose. So you, when you read, when you sign that contract for uh, Internet, mm-hmm. 
in that fine print, if you, you know, if you like me, you need readers or, or you need the magnifying glass if you're old school or get up on that, um, you know, screen. <laughs> All I have to do is put somewhere in that contract that I could block, slow down traffic, have paid what we call paid prioritization, meaning somebody has to pay more for the an equal, you know, same level of service. All I have to do is disclose to you and I can basically do it. And there is no agency that's going to stop me. Mm. So, y'all, this is what I like in this, too. It's, uh, it's like water. So net neutrality for me was like water. Like you pay a fee to the utilities, a water company, and you can turn on water in your house anytime you'd like to turn on water. And we all get the same, you know, quality of water. Sometimes in D.C. the water may not be too good. It's gotten better. But, you know, water has gotten better, mm-hmm. you know. But, but, you know, but we all have the same level of access to right. water. Uh, repealing net neutrality, ending net neutrality means that now the water company can decide to slow your water down. Uh, or sometimes maybe between the hours of 6 p.m. and 10 p.m., you can't even get water. And you have to pay extra for the water you'd like to get. So I just want folks to understand just how absolutely crazy this is, um, but also that— Folks now with more means, i.e. more financial means, i.e. maybe wealthier people will not have abilities that uh, middle class and maybe poor folks in this country won't have. Well, you know, I think of it because I guess I have a problem with speeding um, <laughs> as a, coming to a four-way intersection. Mm-hmm. You have traffic lights that are sending the signals. Um, but if you take those signals away, you got the potential for you know for a lot of harm mm-hmm. because if I don't have the signal, if I don't know when I'm supposed to be gone, and if I don't know you know who has, has access to what, if there's not somebody looking out to make sure that that traffic flows equally and appropriately, then we have a problem because you know I might be more of an aggressive driver. And all of the people in that lane might be more an aggressive driver. So you will never get across. You will be slowed mm-hmm. down. You might get across eventually, but not at the pace in which you need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the checks and balances are in place. Because here's a little secret that nobody's talking about, uh, particularly the ones who say, we don't need these net neutrality rules because the Internet service provider has no incentive to slow down, block, or degrade your service or, or ask you to pay a toll. Mm-hmm. Only 50% of Americans, more than 50% of Americans, only have one high-speed Internet broadband access or option at home. Really? More than 50% of us only have one provider for home high-speed Internet service. Actually, this is true, because why do I Think need two it. providers at my house? Well, meaning it doesn't matter what you need at your house. It's who offers services in your area. So that's what, you know, that's what, you know, I'm saying. Folks have a monopoly. You're right. There are there. There's not a lot of competition in the market. And in a lot of cases, that's not rich or poor areas. They're D.C. Um, I know of somebody who just said who I know lives in a million dollar plus house that she only has one option when it comes to broadband Internet service. So what does that mean? That means that, they can do whatever they'd like. And where do you go if you want um, Internet? So this is, you know, what we're talking about. You know, people um, are, are saying that um, or pretending that this is a competitive market. This is not a competitive market in, for most people in this country and mo- most places in this country. No matter if you live in a million plus dollar, um, you know, uh, step up in D.C. or if you live outside of Charleston, South Carolina, where mm-hmm. I'm headed today, chances are great that you have only one option, and now we're saying that, you know, we're going to abandon you. You, You're going to be okay. 
that you don't need anybody, um, you know, standing over and watching what that Internet service provider uh, is doing because the market can take up care of it. Markets work well when there's competition, Mm -hmm. where there's more inclusive activities. We don't regulate your mobile phone, your cell phone market. You know why? It's so because much competition. Yeah, we 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 and we decided years ago. The FCC said we're not gonna. You know, it's competitive. You don't need us. You got enough choice. The markets will take care of yourself. If if you got a problem with one, you know, barring the contract, we can talk about that. You, <laughs> you got can the go to today. another. Exactly. <laughs> but that's not true for more than sixty. 50% of Americans when it comes to home internet access. So uh, one more thing, and then I want to talk about, like, what happens next. But one more thing. And so, yes, the folks are talking about these internet service providers. But I- I've also uh, been in conversations uh, with lots of folks that are saying this could also affect, uh, like, our streaming services. This could af- potentially right. affect things like our social media, like Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, free the internet. Free Twitter could now be like bound and locked up. And you, I mean, I I think what folks don't understand is that uh, the internet service providers can 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 actually now d- could potentially, if they would like, decide what type of content you get to have access to on their platform. So this is a good point to to bring up what net neutrality is in, in, in simple terms where, uh, you know, where non-lawyers like me can understand. So net neutrality is a concept that people like you and me, businesses, large or small, but particularly small businesses, they should be able to reach the online applications mm. and services of their choice without the government or provider getting in the way. Equal access when you when you click on that mouse or when you when you when you go you know through your whatever device you use um to access the internet that as long as it's legal because mm-hmm. we are all talking about legal content legal data legal traffic if it travels over over the internet it should be treated equally it should be seen as equal now what we've done was in essence hand the keys to the internet mm. over to powerful internet multi-billion dollar businesses mostly that have the bulk of the market, um, the um, broadband market, and we're saying, we trust you. Oh, We trust you. We trust the market uh, to protect consumers because you have no incentive to do that. But what we don't say is how we got here or how we got to 2015 to have those rules. We saw internet service providers blocking. We saw them slowing down traffic. We saw them favoring competitive businesses over the other. And 2015 is an interesting year because in 2015, there was this home security service that complained to the FCC because they said a certain internet service provider that had their own home security service, was favoring their traffic, their experiences, their access um, to getting people to know about their services over the other. So there's precedent for this. There is absolutely. We didn't just, this just didn't pop, this didn't just hatch. Mm. You know, there is this precedent. This just ain't happened. No, you know, this no, didn't no, pop no, up no. And people are, because people, that, I mean, that's another question folks had. Right. Folks were saying, like, is all of the, the, the concern that folks have over net neutrality ending, is this just speculation or is there actual precedent for this? And I think folks should understand out there that there is precedent for this. Exactly. In the market. Okay. You know, again, none of this is, you know, isolated. Look, your Internet service provider, if you had Internet, say, 10 or or, or 12 or 15 years ago, your Internet service provider looks a lot different now than it did then. Case in point, there is one major Internet service provider 
that now owns a very popular search engine. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else has a search engine, that internet service provider could has the incentive to favor that service, that search engine, more than another search engine. Internet service providers now produce and have content. Mm. So there's a possibility that if I'm in the production, you know, business, I want to, you know, um, cre- you know, my creative talents, it probably won't be successful. The internet might be the only <laughs> But anyway, because I, you know, I can talk creatively, but maybe not produce creatively. Um, that if I have com- content that you think is, co- you know, a, a competitor, then that internet service provider could favor their traffic o- over mine. And, and, and here, here is the ticket. The internet service providers, mm-hmm. most of the major internet service providers, actually also own media companies. Wow. And so, again, protections were in place because we saw that the internet service provider is not just an internet service provider. It is a business that has lots of tentacles, lots of competing businesses. Some of it is good in terms of choice for us. But if that internet service provider shows preference for their business interests, for their friends, or for their concerns over a competing business, over a, some scrappy startup, over some, you know, some of our friends we know, like Deshaun over at Quelle T, you know, TV, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, get her streaming online movie video content over the line. You know, you know what does she have? She's vulnerable. Netflix is going to be fine. Yeah, they're but it's, established. It's the, it's the, it's the it's startups, the, it's the small absolutely. guys that are going to be hurt here. Absolutely. The last thing, because then we, I'm outraged. I hope everybody else is outraged. Um, I have on a, a Trayvon hoodie right now. Yes. Shout out to uh, Liberated People and the Trayvon Martin Foundation. And I, when talking about net neutrality, all I could think about were the the activists yes. and these different movements that have uh, really been bolstered mm-hmm. by the ability to um, organize online. I think of the uh, activists um, who identify with the Black Lives Matter yes. movement. I think of the Ferguson activists. I think of um, these women in the Me Too movement. I think of the Women's March when like, millions of women marched across the the, the world. Yes. And so, um, talk a little bit about the the threat that this that this brings to to activism and activists for young people like myself? I can think of no other people who are more at risk now than people of color. Mm. You know, people in marginalized communities, uh, people in some of these rural areas, uh, that those gatekeepers, and when I say gatekeepers, I'm talking about Internet service providers, and I'm lumping in the entire media ecosystem in this. Look, we would not have heard about Ferguson, Missouri, mm-hmm. if it weren't for free and open and inclusive Internet. Guess what? Because the local media on the ground and the national media was not paying attention to that groundswell and, and all of those things that were going on uncovered in Ferguson, Missouri, until that hashtag and, the, and those people on the ground made their voices heard over the Internet. Then and only then did the major media come in. Then and only then was the, the you know, the story covered by them. Mm-hmm. But those people on the ground told their own stories because they had access to a mobile phone and they could, you know, uh, e- e- propel and, and get that information out online freely and unencumbered. And that's what the 2015 rules, uh, you know, ensured. Look, they're not covering our stories. No to the degree in which we deserve. They're not distributing our content 
to show different sides of us. America has this view, particularly of communities of color, because it's been filtered mm-hmm. and um, and diminished in some cases through the eyes of those um, producers and those traditional distribution outlets that says, we think this is going to sell, or this is what society feels about this. So, so let us, uh, you know, perpetuate uh, this type of, um, you know, vision, you know, of African-American women, particularly, you know, African-American women. A free and open internet with us being able to distribute and share and tell our own stories and, and get our own content, it allows anyone who has access, online access, to see the other sides of the story because we are multidimensional too. We deserve to be covered. Um, our information, um, you know, our feelings deserve to be out there, but it's not happening through traditional outlets. The internet is the most empowering, inclusive, platform of our time. Mm-hmm. It's it amazing. Is, it has allowed us to it, organize, to be connected in ways like, like it, the it gave us black Twitter. It, 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 all of that. There was no threat of a major gatekeeper getting in the way. And if they did, you had an FCC with the teeth to do something about it. We just pulled our own teeth. We are now a toothless agency when it comes to protecting you against harm if your internet service provider does not treat you the way in which um, uh, they should. We just abandoned the American people when it comes to protections. And uncertainty is not our friend. Mm-hmm. It is not our friend when we're trying to um, have businesses online. It's not our friend when we're trying to get our you know, information, what's going on on the ground you know, online. Uncertainty is not our friend. Surely blocking, slowing down traffic, and paying a toll, that's not good uh, for um, our voices uh, to be heard. These are the things people say, well, I don't see. I woke up this morning. My Internet still worked. I still access, you know, the, the, the um, websites of my choice. I don't see any difference. You're not going to see any difference in the short run. Mm-hmm. But it's in, in the long term. It is in the long run when you start noticing oh, differences. And, and we just pulled our teeth. And who's going to be there uh, uh, to protect you? Nobody. Crooked Conversations is brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. John. Can I get some Dr. Carver's butter? We'll get you your Dr. Carver's (laughs) butter, but stop getting ahead of yourself. All right. Don't put the cart before the shave horse. The shave cart before the shave horse. You've heard me talk about the amazing shave I get from my Dollar Shave Club razor, especially when I use it with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. Well, ding, 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 ding. Well, I'm here to tell you I'm never giving up my membership. In fact, I'm getting even more DSC products to my daily routine. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything you need. You know, it's funny. That's one thing that's not like the other, you know? Some of those are body parts, and one of those is a place where you clean those body parts. Mm, that's you know? right. That's right. Weird. They have me looking and feeling amazing. <laughs> it's such a funny thing to throw in. And it's all their own original stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients. They deliver it to you just like they do the razors. That means no more annoying trips to the store, cruising up and down aisles, looking at a shelf of what the hell is that and what do I do with it? <laughs> Who are you people out there baffled at the store? What is this on the shelf? I mean, they, they do label their products. Anyway, I used Dollar Shave Club for just about everything. <laughs> They got me covered head to toe. Gift memberships and e-cards are available. DSC can help cover the names on your holiday shopping list too. I want you to love the Dollar Shave Club as much as I do. So so we've arranged for you to try your first month of their best razor along with several travel size versions of the shave butter, the body cleanser. And what else? What else? What else? uh, 
Um, I'm sorry, my screen broke. I don't. Uh, I can't my, see what it I, says. I can't see it either. Tommy, it, what comes after body cleanser, but before five dollars? Our know. screens, none of our screens are working. Uh, it's the butt wipes. <laughs> what kind of butt wipes, John? One wipe, Charlie. <laughs> Best butt wipes on the on the market. And you all get all that uh, for five dollars. Why am I always the one who has to say butt? Yeah, wipes? That was a setup was for me. Fun. Lucky I wasn't paying attention. He was no. not paying attention at all. Real, so real to, helpful. I had to take the Step butt wipes. In. He yeah. took. <laughs> he took a butt wipe for the team. <laughs> <laughs> and that <laughs> replacing cartridges ship for a few bucks a month. It's the DSC starter set. Get yours for just five dollars exclusively at the dollarshaveclub.com slash crooked convos. Get yours for just five dollars exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash crooked convos. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash crooked convos. Five dollars, all the stuff. So what can we do? So this was clearly a disastrous vote um, that was taken. And I, I just want everybody to know, if you, if, if you probably haven't gleaned it already, uh, Commissioner Clyburn was on the side of the people. Absolutely. She was not one of the commissioners that voted to end net neutrality. I listened to those millions of voices. We had over 20 million uh, uh, comments. Most The legitimate comments, and that's another uh, something on. we'll talk about for another day, those comments that were legitimate were overwhelmingly in support uh, of, of net neutrality. If you look at the stats today and looking at America, every credible poll will show you, and this is bipartisan, over 70 percent of Republicans, over 80 percent of Democrats are for net neutrality principles. But we all agency, love the Internet. We all love the Internet and we don't want to be at risk. Absolutely. Just the thought of being at risk. So people say, is this speculative or not? Might be speculative going forward, but it's based on historic precedent. Mm. It is based on companies favoring their content, their business interests, sometimes their political philosophies over others. And so, you know, would you rather somebody prevent harm mm -hmm. or would you rather somebody to come in after your harm? That's the question for me. Well, with the vote, now we, we are with the latter. So what happens now for folks who are, um, who are upset for, uh, there, were a lot, there was a rally, there was a counter-protest yes, right. outside um, of the meeting yesterday, folks rallying, urging commissioners right. to uh, keep net neutrality in place. What can happen now? Uh, there, I know there's some congressional fixes that yes, people are talking right. about. So tell us, where, are, where does the movement go now? The movement and the fight for net neutrality, net equality is not over. Mm. It has to continue. If you care about this issue, your voices still need to be heard. Yes, there are over 18 states who made it very clear that they're going to file a complaint because what the FCC— With all, the courts. With the courts, I'm sorry. File in the courts to challenge uh, what the FCC did because what also is happening at the state level— a little, and the little fine print in that order that we passed, the FCC told the states that they don't have any authority in this space. So if, say, New York, which has been very active and very vocal, uh, you know, the state of New York wanted to do something different to protect their citizens online, the FCC basically told them, you do not have a place here. So they, in 17 other states, are challenging what the FCC do, did. Because I don't think, number one, we didn't notice them to mm -hmm. tell them that we were going to take them out of the game. And I don't even think they, we have the authority to do that. That's one. So the um, states are weighing in. There are small, um, uh, you know, content people um, and there are small tech companies 
who have made it very clear that they're going to go to the courts and and, and challenge uh, uh, the FCC. And yes, there are um, there's at least one bill being introduced. I know, I believe, by Senator Markey uh, in the in the U.S. Senate that says. Look, FCC got it wrong. We need a congressional fix. So, Which so is definitely something that can happen under the uh, the CRA, Congressional Review Act. It could. Any time, like Congress at any time, can take anything that a federal commission has done, and they can come in and issue a resolution that says, actually— uh, we gonna make that null right. and void because that's not good for the people. So that is that is a that is a potential congressional fix. That if, could and, and, and if there is a, pro- a congressional fix, so to speak, the only way this works if this the FCC stays in the game, mm-hmm. that the FCC is that protector, that cop on the beat, that referee on the field that will say in real time, you know, and show that we are protecting you. Because again, if you Give me a decision at the Federal Trade Commission that only comes in. So let me back up on that. So what the FCC also did yesterday, it says, you don't need us, American public. You can be protected by the Federal Trade Commission or the FTC. The two things, that, three things that are interesting about that. Number one, the FTC does not have clear authority here. They don't have clear authority over telecommunications uh, companies, which most of the internet service providers are also telecommunications, you know, uh, companies. Number two, they're not the expert agency. They have absolutely no history, no background, no ex- commission. They have no experiences when it comes to net neutrality rules. None. The FCC has been at the forefront, uh, not at the, uh, not the FTC. And what's even more troubling is this high bar or high standard that the FTC has when you file any complaint with them unfair and deceptive practices. Now, what's the definition of a fair? That's in the eye of the beholders. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that, mm-hmm. you know, to, to you um, and whatever the authority is. But deceptive. Deceptive practices. And it says or, unfair or deceptive practices. Is it deceptive? If I put in paragraph um, 25 in six-point font, which I cannot read anymore, <laughs> that I can block and slow down and have paid prioritization. If I have put that in that par- in that uh, contract and you have signed that contract, then that's not deceptive because I've already told you, even if you didn't see the fine print or not. So this is why citizens, individuals, and small businesses are so vulnerable and should be worried today because there's nobody stopping them uh, from doing just what I described. Mm. This is this is I I was saying all day yesterday. This is absolutely crazy. Folks should absolutely be sounding the um, alarm. So w- what I hear you saying is we could get a fix in the courts. We could get a we fix could in get the a courts. fix in the courts. We could get a fix in Congress, but you can't say it. But I will. But this Republican Congress, y'all, I don't think it's going to do anything. So perhaps forcing the vote will make this an electoral issue in twenty eighteen. Well. Uh, I, you know, I had to be tiptoe and, and answer you on, on, on the, the political side. But I will say what's interesting is at least five Republicans weighed in before the vote. Um, I am sure that there will be more hearing from small businesses and individuals in their communities. And once this, you know, might have seen like a, um, you know, a partisan divide, increasingly you're hearing Republican voices because they're hearing from those businesses at home. Because now people will waking up and say, what could possibly happen? You know, again, if we were talking about a competitive market, I could see the point being made. You know, if you had more than one, if 50 percent of Americans had more than one provider, I could see the case being made. But that is not the case. 
That is not how this ecosystem looks for the majority of Americans today. And that's why we're um, so vulnerable. FCC is supposed to be a cop on the beat when you have a monopolistic um, framework, when you only have one. Or you have an oligopoly. I'm just showing off to let you know. I, you know, I remember mm-hmm. some stuff. You know, you're you stuck. Know, two, three, or four. Um, and, 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 so, y'all but that's take, not the case. and y'all don't take direction from the administration, or you're not exactly. Supposed to. We, um, I call it a uh, independent agency with a small eye. Because <laughs> we're independent agency with, with a small eye. Because we're influenced, but we're not supposed to take our orders um, for you know any other authority but the American people. Mm. You know. The directive on on you know what the case or the docket or or, or has built. We're not supposed. To, we're supposed to look at the record that has been built that is supposed to include what the American people say. But it is obvious that we have ignored um, the will of the majority of the people because again, I said you know most of the uh, comments were supportive. We ignored forty seven thousand consumer complaints mm. about what's going with internet service providers. And then the majority says, you know, we haven't really heard about any complaints. But they ignored those complaints. You have to, um, uh, an outside group had the petition to even see the complaints. So they're not officially a part of the record. So it, the fix was in. I, 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 don't, I don't know how else to say. The fix was in. Minds were already made up. It did not matter what the public thought. It did not matter what the evidence, um, you know, brought before. It did not matter all of the problems, you know, with um, stolen identities, with, with um, some of those um, comments that were yeah. pro-net neutrality. I mean, y'all, look, yeah. there were false comments. There were bots that flooded, that, that flooded the identities. comment process yep. and literally ascribed real people's names. I know people right. who are on the side of wanting net neutrality to, to, to stay in place who looked up their names and found that there was there were negative comments exactly against net neutrality ascribed to their names and so and there's a Russian a Russian fingerprint on this come on now this is what we up against okay y'all and we can have a whole separate conversation about cyber espionage and the lack of cyber security and how every single like all of our processes are under attack right now but we could talk for hours okay about this Um, but y'all what you need to know is uh, the vote happened. Uh, the FCC now has pulled all their teeth out. And what you can do is support those 18 different states um, that are suing to to block this, to gain their rights back. We need to call our representatives in the Senate and in Congress. Uh, and we need to support our, our, our good, fabulous commissioner, Ms. Commissioner Mignon Clyburn, who's out there fighting a good fight every day, who's on a whirlwind tour uh, trying to educate the folks about net neutrality. And we got to organize y'all. We got to take to the streets. Hashtag free to internet. Hashtag save black Twitter. Uh, hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag we all we got. I know. Hashtag internet freedom. Internet freedom. Hashtag internet equality. Internet equality. Well, thank you, Mignon. Where can the people find you on Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? M. Clyburn FCC, I think. See, look, see, look. The millennials is like, we got to. You can find Mignon, Commissioner Mignon Clyburn at M. Clyburn FCC. That's so I was right. M. She was right. M. Clyburn FCC. Give her a tweet. She'll tweet back. You can Absolutely. find me again. I'm Simone D. Sanders at Simone D. Sanders on Twitter. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you. Hey, everyone. 
everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this conversation, please rate us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Simone D. Sanders, Crooked Contributor, and I'm signing off.